Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So today's episode is going to be a solo episode. So when I'm recording this, it's kind of at the beginning of January 2021, and there's a lot of kind of rubbish and a lot of information kind of being put out there by a lot of people and kind of the skinny teas, detoxes, all that kind of stuff is unfortunately being reached for, and a lot of unhelpful advice is being put out there for the masses media marketing all that kind of stuff is being put a play because a lot of people are struggling after christmas and everyone a lot of people are struggling and i think we all have those days where we don't really feel like doing anything we don't really feel like moving we don't really feel like doing anything really and unfortunately for a lot of people a lot of people are going to struggle for a long time with what's going on i'm going to stay in my lane on what's what's going on because i'm not uh, an epidemiologist or anything like that and it's it's a weird time and a lot of people are struggling but one of the things that kind of has come through a lot in kind of Q&As and questions and stuff, I haven't really posted up some of the questions that are coming through because I feel they can be taken out of context. They can be twisted and manipulated and I don't want that to happen. So every time you see a point going up, that's with what I believe and what my professional advice has been and that's the same with the kind of this comment this is my view but with if you have an opinion on something you have to be able to argue both sides in order to be some sort of expert on it or be able to we all have a, a bias towards something and it's important to say right I'm actually completely biased towards this and it's, that's what happens a lot with industries it, the fitness industry when we kind of like say, say keto Steve says keto is the best thing uh, ever but some people may not be able to do it some people are if someone's on keto and it works for them amazing but one of the advices that kind of comes out an awful lot is that is kind of regarding the way of eat less move more and i think this is the least helpful diet advice that that, that has been put out there for a lot for a long time there are other things don't get me wrong but this is one of those things that kind of has come out an awful lot so if you're overweight or if you've struggled or you have been yo-yo dieting or if you've been dieting for years you've probably heard the old age adage of eat less move more unfortunately there's this saying will do nothing to help you progress i think this is kind of like saying telling a homeless person to work a little bit harder there's no education there's no kind of look at kind of the impact on the physiological there's no impact on or the environmental factors getting to know the person and looking at why they want to do things have they got an eating disorder all that kind of thing at its most basic weight loss is about eating less moving more weight loss when you expand or expend more calories than you consume so weight loss is when you expend more calories than you consume this is known as creating a calorie deficit so you would have heard that an awful lot if you follow a lot of people on social media have listened to myself or anyone out there but that kind of when the simplicity ends there's so many other different factors that come into it from someone who has worked with people who have been overweight from severely overweight and from someone who was overweight for their age and height and all that kind of stuff back in probably four years ago um i was probably about 22 pounds 25 pounds heavier than i am now and i've also been the other extreme as well so i've gone from both extremes so eat less move more is the advice that a lot of medical professionals give and it's not very very helpful the advice doesn't really work yes you have to do those things but telling people to do that in itself is useless i once again come back to the old age adage of telling a homeless person to work harder without giving them the tools the accountability the behavioral taking into impact their biological environment environmental factors and 
this goes against the very advice having obesity isn't just some decision that people wake up and decide on there's so many different things at play and so many different things that can come in and kind of be manipulated and can be kind of have a massive impact on their mental health and their self-empathy towards themselves the truth is that that phrase eat less move more is very very harmful to someone the human body is a complex system of mechanisms while it's tempting to view it as a machine the way it regulates weight simply isn't addressed by calories in calories out there are countless 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 things that are going on now don't interpret this as you're not in control so don't even worry about it the difficulty of weight loss should not be an excuse not to improve and there's also another thing that kind of comes into it it's about kind of waiting for the perfect time to do something there is no perfect time there will never be a perfect time because perfection doesn't exist it's about just i had hannah tracks on and she talked she spoke about that it is just about starting there will be blips there will be blunders there will be stuff that goes along but it's understanding that you're human but if you have been supposedly struggling with the weight for a very long time i would probably say it may be better to start there will always be something that some something that gets in the way and it, there are a lot, many many different things that do get in the way you should use this information to understand the setbacks and help you overcome them in order to be the best version of yourself everyone has the right to look and how they how they want to feel i think when people are starting out on a diet there is an over-reliance on willpower eat less move more implies that fitness is simply a matter of willpower that one has to simply put in the effort to get order to get fit failure to do so is simply a lack of trying and i think so many coaches out there say that the other client isn't even trying without actually getting to understand the human that's behind it they they have to understand the environmental factors the, the physiological factors what has triggered the weight loss it could be a bereavement it could be that the relationship fell apart or it could be losing a job or it could be just a binge eating disorder there could be so many different things in play the truth is that when it comes to fitness people over rely on willpower so i will say that again in the long term no amount of willpower alone will drag you out of bed every morning to run if you hate it to do crossfit if you hate it to walk if you hate it nor would it help you gag down flowers of broccoli if you've always viewed them as a kind of a a small kind of evil evil uh, vegetable or tree beards or smidget trees or whatever it may be if you don't enjoy the food well then why would you force yourself to eat it all the time there's relatively kind of recent research to that that the concept of willpower may be just in your head this is just one data point out of tons of research that's out there regardless it makes sense to believe that willpower is finite and it's super important that you just don't blame willpower or lack of motivation or anything like that in order to kind of go to where you want to go motivation is your why if your motivation is kind of like the key of trying to when you start a car it will start the car for you but you've got to drive it in the direction that you want to go so there's kind of a case study done out there kind of regarding setting a target body weight so let's take a kind of a fictional character okay so they weigh about 240 pounds they decide that they will kind of want to lose weight they person kind of goes out and buys a best-selling book and they follow the diet to the t and the t the, the the diet has them down at like 12 or 1300 calories and they it tells them what to eat rather than it teaches them what to eat it's a meal plan it tells them exactly what to eat and he that person or the or the girl or whatever it may be isn't being educated on how to do that 
they're being told what to eat but when they potentially have one meal that's potentially not on plan or whatever it may be they don't know how to do it the weight will fly off the weight will fly off and then potentially there could be a weight loss of about 20 pounds in six weeks this sounds amazing to someone potentially listen to this who is struggling with their weight that they that person could be going down the route of losing an awful lot of weight for the first time ever but then there's something that that person may not necessarily know that the diet has already failed him because it hasn't educated or hasn't taught the person anything about how his body reacts because he's hungry all the time or he or she is hungry all the time the adherence is getting worse every day because he's restricted food he's taking all the foods out. he's taking the biscuits the cookies the chocolate everything out of his diet and he feels that his body is kind of like oh i'm always hungry i'm always hungry and because um his his bmr um as it's going to be less of that person his bmr he may not need to eat as as much as he did before as it's going to be less of that person but he it's super super important to make sure that he gets the education and the person gets the education when it kind of comes to losing a diet rather like we can all lose weight we can all gain weight that's just the way that the body works if we if we eat a little bit more we will put on weight if we eat a little bit less or go back to where we are we will end up losing weight but saying that it's as simple as eating less move more is not going to help anyone when we lose weight our leptin or our hormone that kind of regulates uh one's weight or anything like that that will kind of down regulate when you lose weight leptin levels decrease which leads to an increase in hunger and a decrease uh yeah an increase in hunger so if you are taking all the foods out that you enjoy that's going to increase the likelihood that you are going to want to eat the wool similarly when you eat a lot your appetite should decrease and that should be the way it would happen however this is an implication for weight loss your body will fight back proportionally against your own success the more aggressive the weight loss the harder your body will push back your body's number one job is to protect you and the harder it will have to succeed the harder it will push it to succeed you may cause coast off the success of the first few weeks and with kind of like each kind of day that kind of comes around you'll be utilize more willpower just to stay good or bad and this is where that kind of those terms kind of get thrown in oh i've had a good meal or i've had a healthy meal or i've had x a bad meal or i've had a cheat meal the language that we use around food is so so important how we use that you can't rely on willpower to bring you to where you want to go you can't rely on motivation to bring you where you want to go if you go on a crash diet or you cut out all the foods you're kind of you're you're trying to battle nature by eating less and moving more you're trying to kind of the battle of nature versus willpower nature will always win if your body is kind of not liking what's going on there will be some sort of fight back from the body there's kind of a thing called a positive feedback loop as well success doesn't come from willpower but by creating a maintainable positive feedback loop and motivation machines that says the results that i get out are worth more than the effort that i'm putting in when it comes to staying motivated and sticking to your fitness program this is the only thing that really matters the person above in that example may have created a positive feedback loop at the start but it was unsustainable the loop was broken undoubtedly life also got in the way at this point the feedback loop became unsustainable potentially kids came on board jobs stress environment girlfriend boyfriend whatever it may be but what 
that person probably chalked it up to as lack of motivation was quite simply the inevitable inability to stay in this this kind of loop and the other things that kind of came back in were the physiological environment environmental factors that kind of came in no one can rely on willpower forever willpower isn't an un, an isn't an unlimited finite resource willpower is the ignition that gets the car started not the gasoline that keeps it moving it should be protected at all costs through the creation of habit and the motivation perpetuating positive feedback loop that's why it pains me to see where people went want to lose weight then do meaningless things for fitness say cutting back on sodium which is salt or making a moment or making it a point to kind of run every morning just for the sake of losing weight sure they they sound like healthy activities but many times the opposite is true for a lot of people when they start off on fitness journeys they will always increase their exercise rather than potentially reducing their food there's there isn't really a balance between the two so it's super super important painful activities that kind of don't yield a, a return in fact unhealthy in the long run if someone is kind of utilizing willpower that that but doesn't yield a sustainable return on results they're going to get frustrated that feedback loop will will increase the act of reducing sodium reducing carbohydrates eating organic whatever it may be moving a little bit every day just for the sake of it can actually prevent you from creating a healthy lifestyle if you're finding that something is a chore you're not going to do it long term if you've got a holiday or something like that coming up or a wedding or whatever like something like that coming up that that may be up to that may be what you want as well just a short-term result but if you're someone who has struggled with weight all their life and they want a quicker result well then this may like it's super super important to look for a lifestyle we all want quick results we all want something yesterday but it didn't take one day to potentially put the to put the the or one meal for the weight to go on or the fat to go on if you hate running don't run don't like don't like giving up pizza well then just kind of find a moderation for yourself figure out a way to bring it into your routine and that's what i do with my clients i value my life too much to take the chocolate off my girls i don't take anything off my clients and and dallas is the other who's the other coach that works with me we don't take anything off our clients we make it work into their routine and i think clients are when they first kind of come up the first four weeks are huge for us when we're working with our clients that's when we kind of set the kind of like the things into play the the, the how we're going to do it how it's going to be completely personal to them I think this kind of flummoxes some people as well in that they're like oh I can actually have this I'm like yeah you can that you can like no food is good or bad food doesn't have a moral compass so how can it be good or bad if you don't like salads don't eat a salad if you're finding it a chore to eat loads and loads of vegetables well then just potentially increase your food a little bit emphasis on a little bit because if you increase it too much it's going to cause a laxative or can cause a laxative effect if you struggle to eat vegetables We'll potentially use the likes of flax seeds or chia seeds and put them onto a bit of Greek yogurt with a couple of squares of dark chocolate and have a little bit of fruit. That could be a very handy recipe. If you don't like the texture of food or fruit or veg, should I even say, potentially blend it and get that way. And that worked for a couple of my clients recently that they didn't really like. It, it can, we, we kind of dug in deep into why they didn't like the vegetables. And it was stemmed from when they were younger they were being forced to eat vegetables they just didn't like the texture so we blended it and tried to get that in and to say that it reduced bloating it was it was madness like the photos after about two weeks of just having a little bit more vegetables and it's not saying i have to get five a day or seven a day it's nothing like that all i want 
someone at the very very basic of their journey is to get a little bit more veg and so if you've had no veg in your diet potentially one piece at each meal could be an option getting fruit in with your breakfast start off small and build up by understanding that eat less move more isn't the answer you can learn that fitness is a skill not a talent and develop it as such most importantly you can't forgive yourself for the times in the past you failed to renew your motivation to keep trying but it's so so important not to solely only blame motivation you can't blame motivation for everything like for how to know if kind of eating less moving more is bad advice to you is if you have come from a yo-yo dieting background for a long time and that's just been repeated to you from from doctors to coaches from everyone that just keeps repeating that to you if that kind of adult adage of that eat less eat less move more has been said to you and hasn't worked for you long term well then that's that's the fate that's the feedback and the and the and it's important to say like you need to to potentially say right that wasn't the right right way for me as about finding that routine for you and if you are potentially working with a coach whatever it may be if it's me or dallas or whoever it may be it's important that they're asking questions they're not just giving you out of meal plans meal plans won't work long term meal plans don't educate meal plans don't like don't get me wrong there's a case for meal plans if someone's diabetic or anything like that they do have a place but for general for most people for a lot of people they 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 don't really work because as soon as you come off that meal or finish that meal plan you'll end up putting the weight back on because you haven't been taught or how educated how to fuel your body the way you want want it to be if you have an eating disorder meal plans won't be amazing in some cases as well so what could you do to kind of instead of eat less move more it won't happen overnight whatever i'm about to say right now it's about kind of taking a little bit of a turn from potentially what you would have done before and kind of say to yourself right and it isn't a case of running away from the foods that you enjoy it isn't a case of running away from the buffet or the takeaways of the pizza they can all be included and making sure that you leave the foods in you enjoy one meal out of 21 meals isn't going to ruin your progress so if you're having a takeaway every night potentially bring in an emotional attachment to that meal so potentially if you are you've got kids or you have a family or you're having date night why not say to yourself i'm going to have a weekly takeaway or a fortnightly takeaway and that worked for one of my clients that's worked for a lot of the clients really recently especially those with kids we say right we normally have a takeaway i'm like okay perfect and then they kind of like step back and say right you're allowing me to have a takeaway i'm like i'm not allowing you i'm suggesting that you include it rather than restrict it make it an attachment and bring it in and say right i'm going to have a family time and bring it in with that if whatever you say around your kids or whatever you say around other people and the languages that you use around other people is going to be impacted on what they think and what they say if you're saying negative stuff around foods and around body image and all that kind of stuff around kids well then that's going to be impacted and that's going to be knocked on to the next generation if you have dieted for a very very long time and you are kind of coming off a diet it's super super important to potentially you can't diet all the time the word diet means short term so you shouldn't be dieting for 10 15 20 years or whatever it may be you shouldn't be dieting for a full year you need to take little breaks in order to give your mind and body a rest I think it's super important that a lot of people don't realize that we actually don't necessarily burn as many calories as we think when we're actually training or exercising. If you think of the amount of calories we burn on a daily basis as a chocolate bar, only about 10 or 15% of that chocolate bar is our total calories burnt from exercise. We also burn calories from fidgeting while I'm talking, while I'm blinking, while I'm digesting food. 
the other, one of the other benefits of having protein is that it burns a little bit more calories in our body but we should be moving away from seeing exercise as a way of burning calories exercise should be fun if you're finding it a chore well then it's the wrong form of exercise for you if you find that it is running that you don't enjoy then don't run if you find that you enjoy crossfit or you find hit or gym or uh, whatever it may be and that's okay if you find yoga is for you amazing i would always push someone down the route that they wish to go if they don't like spinning or if they like spinning go down spinning but it's about finding what works for you it isn't like if sarah down the road likes spinning and susan down the road likes running and i'm not going to say right you have to do one or the other you can do which whenever you want but it has to be for your own headspace and that's number one what i'm working with my clients on the minute to get people through whatever's going on at the minute number one rule is making sure that your headspace your six inches between your two ears is playing ball and it's not about kind of eating less for the sake of a diet it's about eating less um than than you potentially were previously so generally what can happen sometimes is if someone is 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 given too low a calories or 12 or 1300 calories that is going way 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 too low that is not teaching that is not educating that is restricting restriction won't work long term flexibility will work long term and whatever flexibility looks like for you amazing but if you're if you are finding that you're getting frustrated with the process that you can't go down every week on the scales if you're finding the scales is impacting your mood remove the scales from the process and work off non-scale victories which is huge and that a lot of the girls and guys that i work with in particular that kind of element of things they've kind of latched onto that language and they bring it in with themselves and that's when they do their check-ins now some of them have even abbreviated into nsvs and that's amazing and that's huge and that's huge for team swf but rather than saying eat less move more why not say to ourselves well what's going to work for me what's going to work for me long term like we can't argue the laws we can't argue the science behind it which is the calories in calories out but that's not going to educate anyone by kind of just keep ramming that down people's throats that not that's going to be more harmful than good what we need to try and do as i will try and do as a practitioner we'll, we'll always try to improve that and dallas is the same we need to make sure that if you are going on a diet or a weight loss journey or a fitness journey it's looking at the longer term picture and asking yourself where do you want to see where do you see yourself in six months it's not this eight week 12 week transformation yes i do a i do 12 week transformations with my clients but one thing that i always say to my clients at the very beginning is let's change one thing at a time i'm not going to pull the rug from underneath my client's toes or feet because if i do that they're just going to slip and hurt themselves they'll end up back to where they were my job as practitioner is number one trying to educate and to provide and them leaves that they have the ability and they feel they are comfortable with the ability to go off and do this by themselves business financially it doesn't make any sense no but that's not what i'm in this for i'm in this for to provide an education so that people don't have to yo-yo diet all their lives everyone has the right to look and feel how they want it's not about what society says it's not about what mary says about you it's not about kind of having to do one particular type of exercise and nothing else but it's about understanding that you don't burn as many calories as you think through exercise those fitness bit those fitbits garments um and the apple i watches are amazing as they get people moving but it's about moving and not looking at the calorie counter on them the calorie counters are incorrect they are not correct 
there's a study by Stanford or Harvard and the most accurate one out of them all is the Apple iWatch and that's still margin for error of 20%. If you have it linked to your MyFitnessPal, unlink it from MyFitnessPal. You don't eat back your calories. Generally, when people are doing running at the very, very beginning, they're finding that because they're eating, they're, they're kind of moving a little bit more and for longer, longer stints, they find that they eat back the calories and they're like, they get frustrated. If running is for you, amazing. But it's being in a position to say, right, I actually enjoy running, so I'm going to go for this and clear in my head that way. If you enjoy food or uh, enjoy pizza or enjoy takeaway, make, a mo- make it an emotional attachment to it and say, right, I'm going to make this a family night. I'm going to make sure that I have chocolate each day with my whatever meal it is. Pausing and saying, right, I'm allowed to have these foods. I want to have these foods. Rather than saying, I can't have these foods. These foods are bad. These foods are good. These are less nutritious or unhealthy. Life is for living. Life is for enjoying. And we are all emotional leaders. We are all emotional leaders. If you look at back at through the Stone Age times or whatever it may be, when they hadn't eaten for a long time and they had found, say, I don't know, a dinosaur or whatever it may be, and they found some dinner, they would eat and they would eat quite a lot because they don't know when their next meal is. Things have changed since then. We live in an abundance of food. We live in an abundance of of things at the minute. We have information overload. We have so many different things kind of being thrown left, right, center around us with information. And it's about saying to yourself, right, let me just sit down, pause, inhale, exhale, take a few big deep breaths and asking yourself what you can actually achieve long-term, what you actually want to do. What's not going to work for people is what they've done before. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. If you've restricted and then you've yo-yoed. Potentially the whole adage of eat less, move more isn't the most ideal dynamic to you. The fitness industry, the dieting industry owes a lot to a lot of people. It owes an apologies to a lot of people because marketing, they pull on the heartstrings. But the education needs to be improved and that's what I'm, myself and Dallas are trying to do. But we're only two small little coaches over in Dublin and Ireland. So we want to try and move away from the eat less, move more. It's not breaking away from the, the science that it is that it, it will come down to calories in, calories out, but it's not about restriction. It's about education. It's about inclusive. Moderation seems to be unsexy. So let's try and move away from eat less, move more. And let's try and include and say, I'm just going to give the best I possibly can, trying to get some protein in with the most meals. And some most meals. Moving away from the all or nothing approach. Moving away from the the whole ideology of a perfect day or a perfect meal. There's not just a thing as perfection, so I can't. It's subjective. Sticking to foods that you want to have. Sticking to wholesome, nutritious, decent food that you want to have. If you've never dieted before, if you have dieted before for a very long time, and you don't like vegetables, start off with one veggie a day and build it up. It's what we do over time that's going to help us. It's not going to be eliminate. It's not about eliminate, reintroduce. It's it's so, so important to say like moderation is, is the so, so important. And I think it's, some people may like the tough love of, oh, I have to work harder in order to get my gains or whatever it may be. And that's, that's subjective. 
But I think if someone is at the very start of their journey and they've gone out gung ho before, well then I think the eat less, eat less, move more mentality may not be the best for them. It's potentially saying right moderation, finding that moderation, finding the inclusivity of what they enjoy, understanding where that person's coming from, understand the understanding the behaviors and psychological aspects of that person. Everyone is a person. Everyone has a right to look at how they feel they want. But I think it's important to say to ourselves and move away from that whole side of things. So hopefully this episode, a shorter episode than I normally record anyway, but hopefully the episode has benefited someone. If you guys have enjoyed the episode, please do tag myself up on your stories. Leave a review up on iTunes and please do leave a review up on iTunes. The more reviews that are up there, the more guests I can get on, the better guests I can get on, the better I will continue to put these do two a week until you guys get bored. I may scale back. I don't know. I'll see how my headspace is and see how my creative juices are going and stuff like that. But if you want something covered, pop us a message. So guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please do share it up on your stories if you've enjoyed it at all.